0: Good evening, everyone. A very warm welcome again to those who are here in person and via the live stream for this Christmas Eve service. Some are here at the invitation of your family or friends. Thank you for taking time to join us. It is so good to hear the testimony of one of our members, Rebecca Ong. She is a young and bright girl who pursued the ideal Singaporean dream. She went to church, read the Bible, but yet she didn't believe in the God of the Bible. She attained good results and seemed to be on the right track to a wonderful life ahead of her. But there was something missing in her life that she couldn't explain. Then she turned to a relationship, thinking it was going to bring her happiness and security. But that failed as well. Nothing seemed to work out for her, and her life just seemed meaningless and frustrating. Your life story may be different from Rebecca's. We all come from different walks of life, go through different seasons of this. We see the reality of this played out, especially during this COVID pandemic. Some of us may have lost our jobs. Others are struggling with health issues or grieving over the loss of our loved one. And worse, we couldn't even with our family because of travel restriction some of us are struggling with relationship pain hurt and just some of us feeling a sense of loss in life take heart my friends not all hope is lost just as rebecca did we can likewise turn to god throughout her sharing She repeatedly uses the word God, G-O-D. Who is this God that she is referring to? The God that gives her peace and hope, even as she continues to go through the struggles of life. Why does this God mean so much to her? Well, she is seeking for life's purpose and fulfillment. And it is my prayer this evening that many of us here may know what this wonderful gift that God has given to mankind on Christmas Day. Before we turn our ears to hear God's word speak to our hearts, let me pray for us. Father, we want to thank you that we can come together. Thank you for this divine appointment. Father, by our own means, we cannot see Jesus. We cannot even hear your word we are so blinded by our own sin. So Father, by your mercy, open our eyes that we may see Jesus. Open our ears that we may hear your word and open our hearts that we may respond. And by our own sinful way, there is no way we can have faith in Jesus unless, Lord, you give it to us. So Father, we pray for this message to speak forth, to bring repentance and draw people to you, and to bring honor and glory to Christ Jesus, our Lord. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's text is taken from John 3, 16 and 17, which is very familiar to many of us. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. With these two verses in mind, let me first bring us back to the past to know who is this God that loves us so much and what He has done. We will then think about what this means to us in the present where we are right now and subsequently we will go forward to the future to consider what life is all about and our final destination the past god sent his son the bible records for us in the book of genesis in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth he created every living creature of the sea and earth, every plant and tree. But unlike anything else ever created, God created men and women in His image. You and I. It means reflecting God's likeness. Being the creator of everything, He has the right to rule over everything. Some of you might know the story of Adam and Eve, of how the both of them sinned against their creator God through their disobedience and rebellion to God's command. With that one act of disobedience, sin entered the world and it led to God's judgment of sin. And so the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. None is righteous, not one. The word here used is all. We all have done many wrong things according to God's God's righteousness. We have sinned against God, and no one is without sin. We have all rejected His rightful rule over our lives. What is the consequence for our sin? Romans 6.23 tells us, For the wages of sin is death, for we all sin against God. We all deserve spiritual death, which is eternal separation from our Creator, God. It also goes to say, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God the Creator is also a God who loves us. John 3.16 starts by giving us the reason for the amazing thing God does. For God so loved the world. And this phrase tells us God seeks to draw us to himself and save us from the eternal punishment that you and I deserve. God, being a holy and righteous God, cannot let sins go unpunished. Someone has to pay for it. And that someone is Jesus. God loves us so much that with our finite mind we cannot understand that lovingly he sent his son Jesus into this world. As you have heard a while ago, the events leading to the birth of Jesus, Jesus, though he was the son of God, took on the form of man, was without sin and lived a sinless and perfect life. Jesus came to suffer, was despised, and rejected, was crucified, bled, and died on that cruel cross to satisfy or appease God's wrath upon us. The wrath of God was turned away from us to Jesus. But praise be unto God. On the third day, God raised Jesus from the dead and who now sits at the right hand of God. Friends, it is our sins, you and me, that nailed Jesus to the cross. We should have been there, but instead, Jesus took our place some 2,000 years ago. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, the cross. That we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. In other words, Jesus is our substitute and sacrifice. Because of what Jesus has done, we are justified sinners in God's sight. Meaning, God has declared us not guilty, God no longer has anger upon us and we are reconciled or made right with our holy God through Jesus Christ. Every year during the Christmas season all over the world it is a common occurrence that we will see shopping belts, shopping streets bustling with Christmas deco and singing of Christmas carols. At home, families may come together to set up and decorate decorate Christmas trees or take this time to buy gifts for our loved ones. However, the true meaning of why Christians celebrate Christmas is simply this beautiful story of how God sent His Son, Jesus, into the world to ultimately die on that cross. Why? Our text today tells us this, so that anyone who believes in Jesus should not perish, but have eternal life. We read on in verse 17, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. The purpose of Christ's coming on Christmas Day 2,000 years ago was to redeem us to himself, purchase us to himself, not to condemn us. And we are saved when now in the present we believe in Jesus. Now we come to the present. God saves his people. What does that look like? What does it look like for us now to believe in Jesus and be safe? Friends, the good news of Jesus Christ is not about how good you are or the long list of good things you have done. Well, good deeds are commendable, are good to have. The only response that God requires of us This evening is to come to Him with brokenness of heart. Repent and turn from our sins by humbly admitting we are sinners in need of God's love and forgiveness. And with a childlike faith without questioning much to put our faith in Christ alone. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it looks like to believe in Jesus. This eternal life is found only by grace alone and in Christ alone. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the only way. After hearing the good news of Jesus Christ, there are five possible common responses that we may have. One, one, let me think about it. I still have time and I'm in no hurry to consider or believe. Friends, do you know when your time is up? Two, I have many issues or struggles in life but I believe I can resolve it on my own. I do not need Jesus. I have the I can do spirit. Can you? Third, I'm not interested in the good news at all. As I'm doing fine and well in life. I have everything that I need or want. But I want to ask you a question. But do you have the peace and hope of God? Fourth, I want to know more about Jesus who died for me before accepting Him as Lord and Savior. And finally, I pray that this evening we were able to respond, Yes, Jesus, I've sinned against You. Thank You for dying in my place. It should have been me. I thank You for Your love. I want to believe and acknowledge You as my Lord and Savior. May God give you the faith to believe in Jesus. Friends, which of these statements best define you right now? Lastly, let us go forward to the future. God, the Savior reigns. What will life be like in the future after we have passed on from this world? Death reminds us of the brevity of this human life. Death is the final destination for us all. But those of us who have trusted in Jesus, we will ultimately have life and have it abundantly. However, John 3.18 says, there is judgment for those who do not believe. It says, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Here, we are not talking about a physical death, which is a sure thing, but an eternal spiritual death. To reject God's gift of salvation through Jesus Christ is to have God's wrath upon you. And it leads to the second death as recorded in the Bible. from our text in John 3.16 there are two clear outcomes one to perish or the other to have eternal life the Bible tells us that there are only two destinations after this life either a place where you will have a life to live in suffering for eternity. It consists of only suffering, suffering, and suffering. Listen carefully how this place is described in the Bible in Revelation 20, verse 14 and 15. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Or, you go to a glorious place where you have eternity to live in the presence of God, worshipping and enjoying Him and all that He has promised us according to the scriptures, Emmanuel caught with us. This other place is beautifully described in the Bible as well. Revelations 21, verses 3 and 4. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with men. He will dwell with them. And they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. To our non-believing friends here today, Not only does the cross of Christ guarantee an escape route from eternal punishment, that is hell, but it is much more. The cross defines our identity and potential right here and now because we are alive in Christ. He gives us a new status. That is, we become children of God. A new heart to live out an entirely new life. When we accept Jesus into our life, we will experience joy, peace, and hope in the midst of life's struggles as what we have heard from Rebecca's testimony earlier on. That doesn't mean that as Christians, our life will be all smooth sailing, blessings and blessings. No, my friends we will still face problems after problems, hardships and pain. But we have a God who cares and loves us enough to see us through. We no longer live in bondage to sin. We can say no to sin and yes to Jesus. Romans eight thirty one and 32 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? This is our God. My friends, no matter how dark Your night is right now. No matter how despairing your circumstances may be, Jesus is your only hope. And He is here for you. He is the light that shines into your heart to guide you in life as you put your trust in Him. This Christmas, a great light has shone into your hearts Will you respond to Jesus as He waits at your door? Now turning to my brothers and sisters who have trusted in Jesus, what does the good news of Jesus Christ mean to you? It may be months or years ago that you took that first step of faith to believe in Jesus. But today you may have lost that first love for God or have you taken His love for granted? That unconditional, unconditional and sacrificial love that was demonstrated on that cross and have continued living a rebellious life towards God. Wanting to be king of your own life and steal your own cause. Or perhaps you are fighting a long battle of anger, pain and bitterness and hurt that you hold in your heart against someone. That till this day, you are not willing to forgive even though Christ has forgiven you at the cross. Above all, have we lived out the good news of Jesus Christ In our lives. In such a manner that others can give praise and glory to God. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to repent. Turn from our sins. And turn to Jesus. And follow Him wholeheartedly all the days of your life. wherever you are at this point in life, whether you are a Christian who has drifted away from God or a non-believer who has yet to put your trust in Jesus, God invites you to come to Him just as you are. Jesus is waiting for you to come and find rest in God Struggle no more, strive no more, but simply submit, trust, and obey Him. And if you are willing, we would love to come alongside you wherever you are in life right now. And so, As we come to a close for today's service, I would like all of you to take up your handphone and scan the QR code. All of us on the screen. Take a few moments to tell us where you are on this journey. Give us a chance to reach out to you, I will give us a minute to reflect on what we have heard and tick against the box that best describes you. Let us do it all now, every one of us. a while, the worship team will be leading us in our song of response. What love, my God, let us consider God's gift to mankind, to you and me. My friends, delay no more. Come to Jesus. What love, my God, will send the way of life to walk the road Rejected and despised That you might know the weakness I possess And be my rock of strength and righteousness What love my God could hold you to the tree To bear that overwhelming debt for me The Son of Heaven leaves the Father's side The healer bleeds The life was made to die Oh, your love, my God, like a flood, as heaven opened up, pouring out on us. Oh, praise the King who came to the world in His love like a mighty flood.